Let's go. You rocking with DJ Envy Reckless. NV Radio, baby. Oh, yeah. I hope you had a great weekend. You know I did. I relaxed a little bit. Worked on some podcast stuff. Gamed. Because you know I'm a gamer. So, yeah. Just nothing too crazy. Uh, definitely a lot, a lot of podcast work. A lot of stuff to work on. Um, it's good to start the week off right. You know, just make sure you start it off positive. To start off the episode right, we're just going to go ahead and shout out my top cities and states that are tuning in all over the world, baby. Uh, Shout out the states first. Cincinnati, Ohio is coming in at number one, uh, being my top listeners out there in the United States, baby. Uh, Number two is Snohomish. I don't know how to pronounce that, but it might be Snohomish, Washington. If I'm pronouncing that wrong, let me know, because, yeah, there's that. (laughs) Not good with pronouncing things sometimes. But anyway, uh, my number three uh, top listeners is Sacramento, California. Thank you. Appreciate you. Number four, Richmond, Virginia, VA. Stand the fuck up, baby. Uh, Number five is San Antonio, Texas. And let's go ahead and shout out my top five countries. United States is number one, of course. Number two is United Kingdom. Number three is Germany. Number four is Puerto Rico, baby. Yes, so. And number five is Ukraine. Let's go. And when we break down my stats for my top listeners, my Apple Podcast listeners take the win with about 45% of my listeners are you guys. So all my Apple lovers out there, shout out to y'all. And let's not forget, uh, let's not get too comfy, uh, my Apple Podcast listeners. Uh, my Spotify streamers right behind y'all coming in hot at 35%. So they're only 10 for 10% off from taking the top spot. So don't get too comfy out there, Apple Podcast listeners. Anyway, you already know I love numbers and stats, but enough of that. Regardless, thank you to each and every one of y'all for taking a listen to my podcast and streaming to my shit. And of course, if you do share it, make sure you tag me on Instagram at DJ.EnvyReckless on Instagram. Wherever you share my stuff, just make sure you tag me. That's all. And check this out. Researchers at Columbia University found the average liter bottle of store-bought water contains over 240,000 nanoplastics, tiny molecules linked to cancer, infertility, and birth defects. And a professor named Bizan Yan, a chemist who co-authored the Columbia study, said in terms of microplastic levels, tap water is a good option to drink. He also cautioned though that tap water may contain other pollutants such as heavy metals and black carbon which may be less prevalent in bottled water. Yan said they also believe that all bottled water contains nanoplastics due to the process of squeezing the bottles and water filtration processes. He also fears that tiny plastics have intensified in the most recent years. Other studies have found tiny particle exposure may produce major congenital heart defects that impair cardiac function in chicken embryos. But the effects on humans are based on laboratory and animal studies with no direct evidence. So at this point, people, it's more of what do you feel? Do you feel that you should continue drinking tap water or bottled water? What do you feel safe in nowadays? It's hard to really think about that now, you know? It's like, what do I eat? What do I drink? 
you know, everything's gonna kill me. At the end of the day, we're gonna die anyway, so what do we do? <laughs> you know, this, you know, I don't mean to laugh at all, but I mean, you know, it's most like, uh, what the hell do we do, man? Like, what do you expect us to do? What are we supposed to eat? That tells you anything, people. Get you some land if you don't have that already. Start putting your money aside and start purchasing some land and start growing your own fruits and vegetables. And that's what I'm doing. I'm saving my money and I'm getting me some land. Eating all this processed food or going in, in stores and thinking everything that you're getting is healthy for you and with it turning around being not healthy for you and then you worrying if you're, you know, what you're putting in your body is just gonna end up killing you you know it's like yeah of course yeah we're gonna die you know eventually one time in our you know sometime in our life but if i'm gonna put something anything in my body you know might as well be something healthy something good you know might as well be you growing it y'all you know something best to come out of your coming for your hands and you see what you're putting in the ground and what you're putting you know start cooking more stop going outside you know stop depending on others to cook for you you know it's not bad to go out every once in a while and order out food and utilize these apps to get what you need but at the end of the day it's most you know you want to start looking for a more healthy lifestyle start growing your own food and start putting things on your own plate that you cook that you're able to see your own ingredients going where they need to be you know and that's that's where you that's what you need to focus on right now but anyway there was also this uh article that was uh reading with depression affecting around one in ten of us at some point of our lives the need for new and improved treatments is at the top priority for researchers and it appears that spinal cord stimulation could be one route for experts to investigate now me being a person that deals with idiopathic scoliosis anytime that i feel any type of relief in my spine i'm in such a better mood i'm not an asshole of how i am you know like i don't feel like i'm in I'm in a bad mood, I don't feel bad, I don't feel like, you know, I feel sick or anything, you know, I'm not in pain. So when I have spinal cord relief, oh yeah, I'm the best person that you could ever be around. But when I'm in pain, Lord, forget about it. So I can relate to this uh, article here. It was also says here that spinal cord stimulation is thought to help the brain modulate itself as it should by decreasing the noise or decreasing the hyperactive signaling that may be in place during a depressive syndrome. We also have to remember people that the spinal cord is constantly feeding back information to the brain about what's going on in the body and that's something that can affect our mood. So if you don't do your proper stretching, you don't go take care of yourself, you don't go walk, you don't go stretch your back, you don't go to the chiropractor, you don't do any type of personal maintenance to yourself. These are the things that are causing your moods when you don't fix those things. So take the time people and take care of yourself and start taking care of your bodies because you know, that can fix a lot of things. It can fix that argument that you might be having with your significant other. And you could just be in a bad mood because your back needs to be stretched out. You know, in other ways. You never know. Ooh, baby. But anyway, other than that, um, we're going to go ahead and continue with our topic of the week. Which we're going to go ahead and continue talking about. Sleep divorce. Because I tapped on, on about it uh, last week. 
with my special guest, um, I am Dex. Shout out to Dex uh, out there. But when we're talking about sleep divorce, you know, and we're diving in onto that, when you're separating your room with your significant other, you got to make sure that you have that that talk before you do that change, you know, before you guys decide to sleep in different beds or whatever have you. You got to be able to have that conversation and be like, okay, are, is this what we're doing? You know, what are we what are we gaining out of this? What is the goal here? You know, like stuff like that. You know, you got to look at it in the most positive way. If you if you go into that shit negative, it's not going to work out. You know, I'm old school as hell, so I don't really believe too much on the whole splitting the bed thing, you know, or you going into a different bedroom and or a different house and we're fixing our relationship. I don't I don't really know about that. You know, we can't fix it in the same house and the same, you know, if I, if I can't end my night with you in my bed after us having to be able to discuss a situation that's bothering us within that same day, I, I don't know, man. Like, are we going to be able to make it through life? Why do we have to separate ourselves from the problem? Why can't we just handle it right then and there? Why can't we just fix it and try to fix it, at least try to work a little bit on it that night? And then continue working on it on the day to day. You know, if you're separating yourself, then that's just hiding the problem, hiding the issues. You know, I'm like, yeah, I can see the positive into it, but then I can also see how negative it can be as well. You know, just being as far as like I was born, born in 88, raised in the 90s, you know, so I believe in that old school love. I believe in. You know, if you're mad about something, you know, you don't walk out on your partner. You, you know, you, if you have a problem, one person can sit in the room and one person can sit in the living room. And whenever you're calmed down, then, you know, have a conversation together and, you know, try to come to a conclusion that way that you guys can end the night with you both, you know, being on each other's side of the bed. And that's what it is at the end of the day. You want to be able to work through your problems and not be sucked into, all right, well, I can't talk to my person. I'm just going to go ahead and go in the other room and just sleep this off. And now the problem is continuing to the next day where you weren't even able to resolve anything. It's like, okay, well, now this is dragging on. And not only that, that's just building more of the anger towards the situation. So that, if, with that being said, that means that the conversation that you're about to have with your significant other is going to be a little bit more of heated battle, you know, compared to when you could have just attacked it on the head, which is still will be a heated battle, of course, because when it's fresh, it's going to be heated. But just, you know, if you just take that time for yourself and you just take maybe take a take a walk around the block or you know maybe maybe watch a movie for like a few hours or a couple of shows whatever you know and then come back to your partner and be like hey you know you know I took some time real quick I thought about what you said I thought about what I said you know maybe we can come to a conclusion here or, you know come to an agreement here and and fix this you know, we're, we're supposed to be a team here. The team's not supposed to be separated. The team's supposed to be a team and work works towards the shit to get to the main goal. You know, if you're not working to the main goal, then why the hell are you together? That's how I look at it. But anyway, my name is DJ and Be Reckless. This was your episode of the week. I hope you enjoyed that. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at DJ.MVReckless. And um, yeah, just want to shout out to you guys. Appreciate all my listeners out there. And, you know, just keep tuning in. Share my podcast, man. Get this out there. I'm going to try to bring different things to the table this year. You know, with my busy schedule, my main job is so hard to fluctuate you know maneuver everything but you know i do make things work the best way that i can 
and I do appreciate anybody and everyone that is able to tune in and that really does, you know, appreciate and support this podcast. I do appreciate you. Just know that. But anyway, be safe and take care of yourselves, people. Peace.